John chapter 19. John chapter 19 verse number 25. 26 and 27. Jesus is on the cross. Yes, He was fulfilling his main business and assignment for coming to this earth on that cross. But blood was flowing on that cross. The Son of God was dying on that cross. On that cross, he was connecting humankind to come into union once again with God as God purposed at creation. He was doing his business. And I don't know why Jesus Christ will find a place on the cross to showcase womanhood, motherhood, and to emphasize the caring and the loving and protection of mothers on the cross. Now therefore, now there stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother, and his mother's sister, Mary, the one, verse 26. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing by, he said to his mother, woman, behold your son. 27. Then he said to the disciple, behold your mother. And from that hour, that disciple took her to his own home. The subject title this morning is Behold Your Mother. Behold Thy Mother. For Jesus to do that introduction on the cross means the following. Say yes, obey the way you honor a woman or a mother has elements of salvation in it. The way you honor a mother and a woman and a wife is closely knit to the tenets and requirements of salvation. Jesus was speaking on the cross and was assigning caring of his mother to another disciple because he was going to die. He was going to be physically absent on the cross. That is how important that woman you are messing up with is in the eyes of the Lord. Yes, you Christo, Anka Sampo, or Sandian Swaka, and no, actually, sir, not just on Quampasa, Oka, Quajimu, and Luna Yasu, Etinoka, and I, Ubeni, Oba, Wuna, and Suni, Natasa, and Quaji, and Yana, a bo, a bra. So Jesus included in the testament of the shedding of the blood the elevation of a mother and a woman. Son, I will be dying, but from today, this is your mother. Behold your mother. And the disciple took the mother home and started caring for her from that day. The Apostle Paul makes it even more annoying if you listen to Apostle Paul in first. Timothy chapter 5 verse number 8. You know what Paul says? He said that if a man does not know how to take care of his house, his wife and his children, <laughs> he has denied the faith and is worse off than infidel. 
The word infidel in the new translation is an unbeliever. You are worse off than unbeliever. If a man does not know how to care for his home. In other words, an infidel, an unbeliever, to become a believer and to show that you are a believer, one of the qualities and one of the attitudes and one of the things you want to say is that you are taking care of your home. If you are not taking care of your home and you are in church and you are shouting and you are jumping and you are doing everything, you are an infidel, you are an unbeliever. That is how caring for the home is closely knit to salvation. So, so your Christian responsibilities and the requirement of salvation is that you should be seen to be honoring that woman in your life that mother in your life that person that you call wife and the mother of your children so God kicks that the process of salvation not by a man but by a woman. God wanted to come upon this earth. He had the power for the spirit to overshadow the woman for the woman to become pregnant. Why didn't God make a man carry the Savior? But a woman had to carry the Savior. The only thing God could do was to impregnate by the Spirit. But the career vessel had to be a woman. God could not kickstart the process of salvation outside womanhood. Woman is key in God's salvation plan. Because the woman had to carry the savior. Not the man. Not God himself. But the woman. Even in the scheme of the things of God, a woman is important. How dare you begin to feel that that woman who is by you is less important? You don't need her. Hey! Even God, even God couldn't do it without women. Oh, oh, sorry, couldn't do it without the woman. So today we are talking about one woman in your life. Luke chapter number one, verse number 42. Luke chapter number one. Verse number 42. Look at Zempa. It's here the kind. Chima yadi anayim yenu. Mary had had an encounter with the angel of God. And God had picked her up that she was going to be the career of the Savior who was coming. And then the angel said to her, for a proof your auntie Elizabeth at the age of 70 has also had an encounter and she's pregnant right now as I talk to you. Rise up and go and look for your auntie Elizabeth. Then when Elizabeth met the spirit of the Lord came upon her 
Then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you amongst women. So take note, there is a word there called woman. A description there called woman. Number two, blessed is the fruit of your womb. And then number three, there's another description there in verse 43. But why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? So there are three descriptions of a woman here now. Number one, woman. Number two, womb. Number three, mother. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. So number one, it is not every mother who is a mother. There are some mothers who have never born in the womb, but they are mothers. Then there are some mothers who should not be celebrated today. They, they don't need to be celebrated. Because their wombs are not blessed. They didn't pray for the fruit of their wombs. They did not bless the, the fruit of their wombs. They curse their children. They fought their children. There is one of them. She she went and dumped the child at the age of three months to the father and said, Take care of him. That's it. I have nothing to do with the baby anymore. Three months. This woman. The child began to grow. Struggle on his own. Went to school. Finished university. Did master's degree. Got a good job with good pay. Suddenly from nowhere the mother comes. The man was married. Stable family. The woman shows up. From that day that she showed up, the marriage couldn't stand anymore. The guy's business collapsed. He has become alcoholic and doing foolish things. There are some mothers who must never come close to your blessing because their wombs are not blessed. Also, Apostle General, what do I do to set a mother? Oh, I will show you very soon. Honor her from a distance. Give her what she needs. But coming near your home, your marriage, please. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. Blessed are you amongst women. How is it that when I heard your voice, the mother of my savior. So a woman is threefold. Number one, she's a woman. Number two, she must be a mother. Number three, a sign that her fruitfulness, the fruit of her womb must be blessed. And I'm going to show you how you, you do that in a minute. I'm praying with a young uh, lady. She's not in her 40s. Three children. Today, this problem. Tomorrow, another problem. Today, this sickness. Sickness. Tomorrow, this one goes. Another sickness. Another sickness. Another sickness. I said, what is this? And you know me already. I, I, I don't waste my prayer. When I pray, there must be results. So when I'm praying for you and things are not working, then I go into the spirit 
I want to go to the source to go and find out what is happening. And everywhere person, your source is the womb you are coming from somewhere. The womb you are coming from, is it blessed? If it's blessed, your life is different. And when your life is a curse, check the source. Check the source. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. So ni pe biara efri ye funu mo bayi. E hondo biara fi baye. Enti sa wuye shira. Bisa ye funa wu. Sa wuye no mesua. Ne chese ye funa wu no so. Ebe tu ye So now, when I got the revelation, I'm not going to confront her now. She's very sick. So I want her to recover small. What did your mother tell you? And if your mother, if the mother is dead, that's another trouble altogether. She's dead. She's gone with every evil that she has done. You are left with your God alone. When they say fast, you are you are not fasting. When they say come to church, you are not coming to church. Do you know the condition of that womb that gave birth to you? Do you know what your mother did? Look chapter 11 verse 27. Look chapter 11 verse 27. Look and Sempa Etidu Bacon. Look chapter 11 verse 27. We are warming up. We are warming up. We'll get into some revelations right now. We are warming up. In Luke chapter 11, Jesus was at his incredible best, performing miracles. In that chapter, he had healed a, 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 a guy suffering from epilepsy and, and dumbness and blindness, everything combined. In a great fashion that everybody was shocked and people were accusing Jesus Christ of using an evil spirit to do miracles. And Jesus Christ was responding them with, with words of wisdom. Uh, how can a nation rise against a nation? When a family rises against a family, the family shall not stand. And then they came to him and then they asked him many questions. And Jesus was just teaching with astute wisdom, clarity, vision. Then in verse 27, there was a woman in the congregation that the woman burst out. And it happened as Jesus spoke these things that a certain woman from the crowd raised her voice and shouted and said, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the breast which nursed you. When, when she saw Jesus, she knew that this man is coming from a womb that is blessed. This man has been fed by a breast that is blessed. Hey! What are you doing for your children? How much do you go on your knees and fast and pray for your children? The success of your children shows if they are coming from a womb which is blessed and a breast that is blessed. Obey, this thing that I'm seeing about this man shows that he's coming from a source. His source is blessed. I don't know your mother, but blessed is the womb you are coming from. I don't know your mother, but I can feel that the breast that fed you is blessed. Oh, blessed is the womb that gave birth to this man standing there. What miracles, look, what wisdom. If your mother is a good mother and your mother is a Bible kind and type of mother a virtuous woman 
man, a woman who uses her hands to knit clothing for her children. Proverbs chapter 31. A woman who fetches water to bathe the children. That's a Bible woman. A Bible woman is the woman who supports the husband to take care of the children. That's the Bible woman. Like Rebecca. Like Abigail. Like Naomi. Naomi. Like Ruth. And your bar Ruth. These are Bible women. Godly women. Jesus shows you that such women, you treat them with tenderness, number one, care. Number one, tenderness, care, and love. Those women, tenderness, care, and love. Number two, those women, you provide them with, uh, let me go to my notes. You, you provide them with love, tenderness, and affection. Two, those Bible, biblical women in your mothers in your life, you treat them with respect and honor. Number three, any Bible woman in your life and a Bible mother in your life, you treat that person, you, 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 you preserve and you protect that woman from shame and from embarrassment. Right quickly, I'll go over. Not every woman is a woman. That one, we are settling the matter here today. It is not every woman who is a mother. And it is not every womb that is blessed. But today you can choose that the fruit of your womb will be blessed depending upon how you pray today when we start praying for your children. By the example of Jesus, when God gives you a godly mother, a mother figure, she didn't give birth to you, but she has been there for you. She has not gone to the labor world, but she cares for you. That woman, you treat her with love and tenderness. Two, you treat her with respect and honor. And number three, you do everything to to prevent shame and embarrassment coming to that woman, that mother, that godly mother, that godly woman. Jesus attended a wedding at Canaan. And then the wine ran out of the celebration. And shame was hanging around the place. And the mistress of the ceremony was Mary, the mother of Jesus. She was the mistress of the ceremony. Today we shall call the, that position chairperson. 
And as a chairperson, it was her responsibility to make sure that every guest who came there was well fed and had drunk enough and everybody was happy and everybody had been taken care of. That was her responsibility, Mary. So Mary comes to Jesus and said, Son, the wine is finished. And I want to read that scripture the way she described the mother. She didn't call mother, she didn't call womb. She said, Woman. My time has not yet come. Three in one woman. No, she was calling, making reference to the three in one woman. Oh woman. Blessed amongst you, amongst women. How come that the baby in my womb left when I heard the voice of the son, when I heard the, the mother, when I heard the voice of uh, the mother of my Lord, the mother of my Lord? Oh woman. My time has not yet come. But because blessed is the fruit of your womb, ask them to fetch some water. Bring them. Ask them to bring some water here. Ask them to bring some water. Because, because this is a woman I must treat with tenderness and care and love. Ask them to fetch water. This woman, I must honor her. She is the chairperson for this occasion. And how can the blessed fruit of her womb be here and wine is finished and shame must come to this woman who is blessed? It must not happen. I must save the situation. Shame unto you if you are not taking care of your mother. Shame unto you if you are not taking care of your wife. Shame unto you if you don't treat your wife with tenderness and love and care. But every day your wife is in pain and in tears because every day you are punching and beating and insulting and abusing her. Shame unto you. You are not a Christian. You don't have the spirit of God. You are not Christ-like. You haven't taken the message of the cross seriously. And if we no. My time has not come, woman. But because of who you are, and because of what you mean to me, and because of the honor and respect I have for you, and because you are a godly woman, and because you are prayerful, and because you have been there for me when I was a child all through because of the things you have done for me I will do something about the situation let them fetch some water let them go and serve and the water was wine and then the people said ah but how come that they kept the sweetest wine to the last show they didn't know that the fruit of a womb was honoring the source where he came from. If your children are dishonoring you, today I turn the situation around in the realms of the spirit. 
you haven't done anything to deserve the dishonor and the pain and the tears I deliver you by the message of the altar clap your hands and shout yes yes oh you are not serious hey, shout yes if people are laughing and mocking at you because you are not married because you have never gone to the labor world before today attend the situation around yeah. may the Lord bring you more children and many children yeah. who will honor you more than the children of the uh, uh, of the desolate or whatever they call them may the children of the desolate be more than the children of the married. Isaiah chapter 54. Any husband who has refused to honor you, may that husband never die. May that husband live. And may the husband live to see the fruit of your womb. May your children become great and giants. And entrepreneurs and industrial giants. And may your children honor you on, at your 60th birthday, your 65th birthday, your 70th birthday in the eyes of your father. And when you are driving your car home, may your husband who showed you take trotro back to his house. May your children build you a house. I said, may your children build you a house. You know why he didn't respond? Because you are not married. But you know already, I've addressed the situation. I said, you are not married, but you are raising children. That, that, that small boy whose school fees you are paying is your son. Yeah. That girl who is in your house, who is cleaning your house. If you treat her as a daughter, one day she will build a house for you. So if I, if I prophesy and you are clapping, you better clap. Let me know that I'm talking to you. Can I prophesy again? Your children will build you houses. Your children will never be weed smokers. They will never be drug addicts. Your children will not bring you shame. Your children will not bring you honor. They will not bring you dishonor. Clap your hands and say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I receive the prophecy. Clap your hands and give God a shout and worship God. You will never die poor. You will never die ashamed. The Lord will wipe your tears away. Those who are mocking you and laughing at you because you don't have children, because you are not their mother, the Lord will shock all of them. Your children who have gone astray, the Lord will bring them back. The Lord will bring them back. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. Bless the fruit of your womb. Every woman is a Trinitarian. You are three in one. You are a woman. Your womb is blessed, and you are a mother. That's who you are. Obey. We your ba. We are now so. Now we your funumu. Eja ishira ekuti. Say. Ena wati oni aba. You are, you are Reverend Agri. You are, you are blessed. You have money. Why didn't you carry the babies yourself? Why didn't you burn yourself? God had to give you a container to carry the children. One of whom is helping your business right now. Why didn't you burn yourself? If she hasn't done anything at all, she's giving you three adorable children who will inherit you. That alone calls for affection, love, care, pampering, honor, respect. Even if you're not ready, to perform the miracle and to save the situation for her sake intervene in other words those of you who are waiting to get plenty of money before you do good to your wife no Jesus didn't Jesus didn't do that woman my time has not yet come but for your sake I will risk everything and I will perform the miracle there are times there are times there is no money at home but the little you have 
If your wife wants it, give it to her. You may not be ready, but just give it to her. And don't forget, I'm talking about the godly woman. Don't forget, I'm talking about the godly woman. I'm not talking about the woman who is always grabbing, 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 grabbing. She's a witch. I've told you what to do with that person already. I've told you what to do with her. I said, Montana, baby, who's it now, baby? Don't let her come close because that woman is dangerous. So I hope you understand my teaching. If you're a woman, can you walk to somebody and say, Which group do you belong to? Which group? Are you a godly woman or are you a kakai woman? Ask her somebody. Ask her, Are you godly or kakai? Because the, because the mother, the mother Jesus introduced the cross is a godly woman. I've never seen prophet Elijah introducing Jezebel. They did, Elijah didn't introduce Jezebel to anybody. The only thing Elijah said about Jezebel is that you fall down from that mountain and the dog shall eat your, your flesh at the gate of Jezreel. That's, that's what I know. But if the woman is godly on the cross, her preservation and position is taken care of in the blood. Amen. Son, behold thy mother. Then it happened that the man and the woman must divorce. Their children got divided into two. Two, two camps. Some began siding with the father because he is the carrier of the wealth and the money. There were those that just felt that the mother didn't have the money, but she, she hadn't done too much evil to deserve what she was going through. So half also went to the side of the mother. Those who went to the side of the father didn't hold their mouth shut. They didn't keep quiet. Everywhere they went, they sorted their mother. Everywhere they went, they spoke evil about their mother. Anytime they saw their mother, they disrespected her. The mother was quiet. Blessed is the womb. The fruit of the womb that bore you. A woman is just not a woman. A woman is a carrier of womb, and the woman carries the mantle of a mother. And God, in His salvation plan, has a place for the security and tender care and protection of mothers. Believe me. Twenty years down the line, all those who spoke evil about their mother, their marriages collapsed. They had various sicknesses, troubles. They also went to the side of the mother and kept their mouth shut. Their marriages were successful, prosperous. Charlie, don't, don't, 
don't, don't, don't tempt God. It's okay. You want to divorce her? Fine. Sometimes divorces are good. Sometimes. When the divorce will have to secure the future of the children. It's okay. When the divorce will have to protect one person from dying. It's okay. Because there are some marriages, if you are in and you don't get out, you'll be there and you'll die a foolish death. So some divorces sometimes are good for the salvation of the children, for the security of the family and so on. But should you decide to divorce, let him go peacefully, let her go peacefully. Whatever you are supposed to do for her, do for her. Don't, don't, don't try to punish her. And, and, and let her feel pain until she comes crawling on her knees. Why are you God? Don't you know that the children who have come on your side, who you are priding in, she carried them for you. Don't you know that? So, let her go her way peacefully. As a matter of fact, if there are even houses involved, give her some of the houses. If there's money there, give her some of the money. And furthermore, you know what I would do? You tell your children, don't lift up your tongue against your mother. Never. Hey, they are let me show you how to honor your mother, your godly mother. Let me show you how to honor the womb that bore you. Let me show you how to honor that mother figure in your life. And for some of you, the mother figure in your life is your father. So please, uh, accept that today my emphasis is on, on women, 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 women. But uh, there are some men, uh, uh, Reverend Gabby, the wife... Uh, the mother of the children have gone to be with the Lord. He is the mother and the father of the children. The woman, the womb, the mother. If you are here, your wife has never been, preg- been pregnant before. Don't worry, she's incomplete. The Lord will complete the equation. Yes. Because the fruit of a womb must prosper. Oh, somebody did it. Can you jump and shout and say, I receive it. I receive it. If you're a man here and you don't have a woman in your life, a mother in your life, you are incomplete. May the Lord make your, the, may the Lord complete the equation today in the name of Jesus. When I, I prophesy for the women, the women were shouting. When I prophesy for the women, the men are keeping quiet. I'm going to repeat the prophecy. If your wife here has never delivered, may the Lord complete the equation. Amen. May the Lord bless her womb in the name of Jesus. Amen. May your wife be turned to a woman, to a mother. Yes. Somebody shout yes. Yes. Clap your hands and say, let it be. Let it be. And if you are a man here and you are single without a wife, you are incomplete. May the Lord bring you a woman, a womb, and a mother. Amen. Amen. 
And if you are a son and you are a daughter and a husband here and you disregard the woman, the womb, the mother God has given to you and you are causing her to be perpetually be in pain, may the Lord have mercy upon you and deliver you from the hands of the evil one. Amen. May the Lord deliver you. And if you are a woman chatter over here and you are sitting on the neck of your husband, Friday we dealt with you. We said, and the one who is holding your neck, may the Lord break their hands. Yes. May the Lord break your hand from holding the neck of yes. your husband. And may you submit to your husband. So that your husband can treat you as a woman, a womb, and a mother. Amen. And if you are the woman that you are cursing your children so that your children are not prospering, today I invoke this altar and I prevail over your curses and I turn every curse into blessing and I declare on this altar if your children are members of this church and they are sons and daughters of Apostle General and sons and daughters of the kingdom, I command that blessings will come from heaven. Yes. You'll prosper. Yes. Your curse shall become zero. Yes. Your curse and your evil shall become zero. Jesus. Your wishes shall not come to pass. Yes. My God and my Lord, somebody clap your hands and say, Lord, Lord break your neck. Break your neck. Are we doing Mother's Day over here? Yes. Oh, have we finished? One more is coming. And every godly woman over here that your children are hurting you. Your husbands are hurting you. Today, I deliver you from pain and I deliver you from hurt. Yes. May the Lord put laughter and a song. Amen. On the cross, don't forget, it was Jesus' mother, but he was going to go away and was asking another person to take care of the mother. May God send angels to come and take care of you. We receive it. How to honor a mother? How to honor the womb? How to honor the woman in your life? I'll make it very easy. Write the letter W and then come down and write O. Come down the O and write M. Come down the M and write B. Womb. Womb. Anytime you remember womb, this is how to honor a mother. May didn't understand what you say. I spelt it. Okay. W O M B. You communicated very well. First, I'm telling you, they will not understand what you were saying. Anytime you remember womb, the W stands for woman. Remember the first woman in your life. Remember the first woman in your life. 
The first woman in your life before your wife came was your mother. So don't marry, start raising children and you forget about your mother. Don't ever do it. You haven't thought about it before. When the Holy Ghost dropped the revelation in my spirit, I was I was amused. I was shocked. I was sitting in my chair, I was shaking. I said, Oh, okay. You love your wife? Before your wife came, your mother was the first woman you met. You love your daughter? Before your daughter came, your mother was the first. Remember the first woman in your life, your mother. All for opportunities. All for opportunities. Remember the opportunities that your mother gave you in life. Remember the opportunities your mother gave you in life. Remember, remember, remember. You are asking me what opportunities are they? Do you know who taught you how to talk? It was your mother. Do you know who taught you how to walk? It was your mother. Do you know who taught you how to feed? Your mother. Your mother. I, as, a, as a man of God, I have seen mothers come to me carrying their babies. I was a general. My child is two and a half years. He can't walk. Hey. I was a general. My child is three years. She can't talk. She can't talk. She can't walk. He can't eat. Sorry. He can't, he, he, he can't talk. He can't. And you see mothers worried asking for divine intervention because they know that at one the child should have been working at two he sh- she should have started putting sentences together at least mention some few words when your father was at way at work it was your mother who gave you those opportunities remember oh the opportunities your mother gave you. Remember, W, womb, the first woman in your life was your mother. Okay, I was going to class one. I was six years. And then a lot of children had gathered on the compound. And then they would come and mention names. And then when they go and mention names, they would take the mother or the parent, whoever had come with a child, would take that person to the headmaster's office. And then uh, they go and take more particulars and blah, blah, blah. In other words, registration was going on. Oh, they were mentioning names, mentioning names, mentioning names. They didn't mention my name. So my mother went and said, uh, literally too much. She spoke God. In Bile, I check on Bile, but they haven't called, you know. Then the headmaster, very tall, slim man, uh, asked, what is your son? And then mama said, crunchy, crunchy. My mother thought they were going to admit me that day. She was so anxious. She just called me. And then the, uh, the headmaster, the head teacher asked, how old is he? And then my mother said, six, six. He said, oh, this one, six. Oh, Male, oh, Male, you are lying. You are lying. They said, okay, we are going to test. Let him cross his hand over the head and touch the ear. <laughs> that will determine that he is six years. Oh. So don't these teachers know that some people are, are, are pal-hala, some people are short. 
Don't, don't they know that? Master, everybody be tall at six. Today, look at my height. My height was a deliverance because the headmaster wanted me to be short in my life. So I, I will never be short. I used to be short. Oh, today, if you are short, I expect a miracle in the mighty name of Jesus. Deacon Jenny, stop laughing at your husband. Stop. As soon as I lifted my hand over my left uh, head and to touch my uh, the ear and it didn't reach, then my mother was pulling me, grunting, blamo, blamo, you are hurting me, you are hurting me. Then the headmaster screamed, hey, Mommy, Kelaya, hey, you six. Take him away. He's not six years. Then they, my mother was going to back. I heard, then they called the next person. So it's not the headmaster who even drive you. The next person, Mommy, Oh. Then when my mother was taking me home, tears were in her eyes. I said, Crunchy, it's okay. Next year, we shall come back. I'm going to wait for one solid year. And my house was so close to the school, I could see the children playing like that. Oh. Hey, Today, any womb that came back to you, Jesus. that is not blessed. Yeah. Clap your hands and shout, bless! 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 After another year, I was seven years, I had grown tall small. And then this time, as soon as that, when they say crossover, oh, wait, is I cross, I say, hey, he says, I'm not since I'm seven. My father never showed up. It was my mother. My mother gave me the opportunity. W for woman, O for opportunity, M, M for mother. Remember the mother who raised and nurtured you. The first one, opportunities. But this time, raised and nurtured you. When, when you had fever, who was the first person who noticed that you had fever? Your mother. When you had temperature, who was the first person who noticed you had temperature? Your mother. Anytime you went to a, a nature school and then you, 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 You soil your, your napkins. In those days, they call it napkins. Now today, diapers. It was your mother who noticed that. Who gave you breast milk? Your mother. Who taught you how to take cocoa and porridge? Your mother. Who was the one who prepared important potter for you? Your mother. Your mother's reward is not rejection. Your mother's reward is not the things that you say about her. Your mother's reward is not the isolation that you have put to her. You are saying you are waiting to have money. Jesus Christ said she wa- he was not ready. But he would do something to honor the mother. You don't need to be rich. The little that you can do, do it for that godly mother who nurtured you, who was there for you. 
Remember the first woman in your life. Remember the opportunities that she gave you. Remember your mother and how she nurtured you. Now the last one. Remember the source of your blessing. Remember that your blessing is closely connected to the womb you are coming from. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. This woman saw Jesus Christ and she she exclaimed, she shouted, Hey, blessed is the womb that gave birth to you and blessed is the breast milk that fed you. Isra, and Isra, what about your name? Near Yasu Christo, Eka, Eye, Nafi, Opo, Bernard, Kenya, Sasamo, Obano, Sari, Sampara, Isra, Yufna, and Wosabe, Eni, Nufusua, Sakode, Numia, Ebid, Baby, or Baby. Your blessing is in the mouth of your godly mother. When she kisses you, you are in trouble. When she blesses you, you you are okay. Your blessing is in the mouth of the godly mother. As for the ungodly uh, woman, there's no blessing, so don't even bother yourself. It is cursed that she will curse you. But thank God there's an altar that will overturn the curse. We are talking about godly mothers. That's what we are talking about. And David has several wives and several mothers and several children. And so the children came from different wombs. <laughs> One of them, Bathsheba, made sure that her son Solomon sat on the throne. Where was Adonijah's mother when Bathsheba was lobbying for Solomon? Where was Adonijah's mother? Yeah, there, there are some wombs. When you appear in from those wombs, Charlie, open up. Oh, your life is finished. And there are some wombs when they give birth to you. It was one throne, several children. Some of the women were lobbying for their sons. Bathsheba was lobbying for Solomon. Adonijah went to sit on the throne by himself without a mother's blessing. Like, oh, don't you see that people are dying coming? Before Adonijah could say, Jack, the horn of David, oil had been poured upon it. They had taken Solomon to the city center. Nathan and the prophets had anointed him. Trumpet had blown. He was sitting on the horse of David, riding all over the town. And Adonijah heard, hey, Adonijah, if you hear you, they sit. Go and call your mother to go and talk some for you. Because Bathsheba has gone to do it for Solomon. Then, <laughs> I don't think I couldn't find his mother. Couldn't find his mother. Solomon becomes king. Then he said, send me for I don't think I can. I don't think I, I feel very uncomfortable about you. If I don't kill you right now, you worry me on this throne. Solomon killed Adonijah. When they were killing Adonijah, where was his mother? David, I want my baby. Any you don't be praying. Now, so do say a bit. Now, come here. Obi, you obey the chino. Aye, best if I need Solomon, mommy. I need to carry my neba. The same man Adonijah got to come here as well. Obi, I need to send my baby and carry my And so, David, any info, any concern for Adam Ugu. Solomon, so son nobody, yes, I say, I will never be a Ocasamano, and never be a Chinamano, and never be a Bob Pimano, and then I say, I don't need a mammy, and poor Solomon, who I don't need a no, near who I don't need a mammy. Your blessing is in the mouth of your godly mother. I can't call, boy, and I make catch her. We sit up, and we're now Sarah Rade, and we're in the noon, Sarah, and we are here, Jimama. Your blessing is in the mouth of that godly woman who has adopted you and nurturing you and helping you 
and being a mother there for you. That is the source of your blessing. Womb, be for blessing. Today is Mother's Day. You have heard words of wisdom from Apostle General. If you can write this one down and send to your friends, God will honor you and God will bless you. How to honor a godly mother? Number one, remember that your mother was the first woman that God gave to you the first mother to honor and to take care and that you did not choose your mother but just like on the cross when God gave the disciple his mother the same thing your mother was divinely orchestrated and connected with you that mother figure that you disrespect and you dishonor number two remember the opportunities that your mother gave you in life number three remember the mother who loved you and nurtured for you and clothed you and schooled you and fed you and then number four remember that the source of your blessing is that woman you are fighting and the woman you are rejecting. So, husbands here, married men here, you love your children, you want your children to prosper, the blessings of your children are in the mouth of your wife. Love your wife. Respect her. Treat her well. Teach your children how to respect and honor their mother so that it will be well with your children to take over your inheritance. Otherwise, your house will be full of drunkards, alcoholics, divorcees, like the story I just told you. But if you love your children, love their mother, honor their mother, teach them to honor their mother. I dedicate this message to all mothers here. I wish you happy Mother's Day. God bless all of you. God bless you.